Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. All right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it is Christmas, and we are taking a look at Fat Man. This is the movie from a few weeks back already, where Mel Gibson plays jolly old Saint Nick, and Walton Goggins has been hired to kill him. And it's a pretty funny, dark comedy. Not as funny as we kind of thought it was going to be, but we still had some good fun with this movie. And uh, Mel Gibson, love him or hate him, uh, forgive him for being what he is or not, uh, is still a very entertaining performer, and it is a, uh, a fun movie. So Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year is here to talk with me about Fat Man. Before we get into that, though, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser or wherever else there are podcast reviews. There's other services as well. Those are kind of the big ones. Those are the big guys. But, uh, you know, wherever, wherever you listen, if there's a button to click to say that you like what we're doing, we appreciate it if you do that. And, uh, of course, we also really appreciate it if you share the show. And since it is Christmas and everybody's in the, the giving spirit, uh, you know, we do have a Patreon. And you can sign up for our Patreon as little as a dollar a month to show some support or up to $3 for bonus content from Piecing It Together, an awesome movie year, and my, my music career as well, and a bunch of other stuff. And $5 gets you other things and there's there's a bunch of different layers you can go there it's the produced by david rosen patreon patreon.com slash by david rosen it makes a perfect christmas gift for yourself if you sign up for that and uh you would sure be spreading some good holiday cheer I, i i will say that so let's get into this conversation about fat man All right, so we are getting in the Christmas spirit with our buddy Jason Harris. Jason, how's it going? Ho, 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 Dave, it's me, Jason, of course. I've talked like this for an entire episode. It's already become a different impression. What was it? Was that Santa Claus or Jason Claus? I couldn't even. I said Jason Claus, but then it sounded like one of the ghosts from like Christmas Carol. Like, oh yeah, yeah, there was a whole lot going on there. 
Well, hopefully we'll get a uh, hopefully we'll get a Mel Gibson impression throughout this episode. Maybe a Liam Neeson will sneak in there somewhere. I mean, but, honestly, uh, I don't know if you used to be a pro wrestling fan, but I felt like that was bordering on uh, Paul Bearer, the Undertaker's old manager. <laughs> That's true. That was a little bit of that too. <laughs> So, we are going to talk about Fat Man today, a movie that we did uh, preview on one of our trailer roundup episodes, but uh, Jason, Fat Man, what do you think of this? Were you uh, were you very excited about this movie? I know we talked about it a little bit on the trailer episode, but what were you thinking going into this one? I was very excited about this film, Dave, and uh, for the most part, I was satisfied Uh, you know, it gave me my 15 minutes to set up. Then the journey to get there was a little too long, but the last Mm -hmm. half hour where it was uh, rumble, young man, rumble was all good with me. Yeah, for sure. I I think before we get into some puzzle pieces, I think we should talk for a brief moment because we haven't really done much Mel Gibson on this podcast before. Uh, where, Where do you stand on this guy? Are you still a fan of, of him after everything he's been through? Uh, no. But, uh, I mean, is it one of those things where you separate the art from the artist, right? Right. Still a good actor, still got charisma. I look at it as, uh, and I'm Jewish, so uh, if anyone, so are you. So if anyone should be offended by him, it's us, right? So Yeah. But I can still enjoy the films. I still like Lethal Weapon. You could argue Lethal Weapon's one of the great Christmas movies of all time. Sure. Um, But, uh, no, I wanted to see this movie. I like... I like playing with the genre, and this is a cool idea. Like, a kid isn't happy with what he got for Christmas, so he puts a hit out on Santa. Yeah, exactly. And there's there's few faces that work this well for that, for, like, the gristled old guy who, you know, he, he sees it coming, and, and he knows what's up, and no one's going to be able to fuck with this guy. Yeah, you know? we've talked about payback and our love of payback before, and that's that kind of, you know, has that feeling here. Absolutely. Not one of my puzzle pieces because we've talked about it. And I hope you have uh, also put a little more effort into your puzzle pieces, Dave. Quite frankly, I don't remember what my pieces were when we did the trailer episode. So hopefully, uh, hopefully. I've been doing a lot of episodes lately. But uh, why don't we get into some of those pieces, though? What do you got for your first piece? Okay, I said I would give myself one Christmas movie. um, And I think it's one that I didn't mention on the preview episode i chose arthur christmas because it's a very underrated animated uh film christmas movie i recommend it if you're looking for something you might not have seen around christmas time and the reason i chose it is because they show how meticulous and effective the elves workshop is in mm-hmm. this film and in arthur christmas it's really that's kind of you know the basis just how seamless they're able to make christmas work on an efficiency level so mm-hmm. arthur christmas an animated movie where Santa does not get into a gun battle, but that was my first puzzle piece. Okay, yeah, I like it. Yeah, it, it, obviously a lot of like the classic, you know, putting Christmas on its head kind of movies are are going to be, uh, you know, something that can be brought up in this conversation and talking about this movie. And and I think it is like you know, it's a new twist on it. I think I don't think it's there's really been anything exactly like this before as far as I can remember. I mean, obviously you've got stuff like bad Santa and things like that, which I think we did bring up in that uh, trailer episode, but you know, it, it, it's fun to, to play with something that's as beloved as this. I agree, man. I, and you know, I just you, look, the proliferation of Christmas movies is upon us. We know you and Gina got matching pajamas, matching 
onesies for Christmas and you're going to be hallmarking it up. And good for you, Dave. Mm -hmm. I hope I find someone who loves me one day. Um, Until then, Dave, I will continue to write about Christmas movies and talk on your podcast. What's your first piece? I was going to say, that's a a little peek behind the scenes of both of our private (laughs) lives. But (laughs) I'm going to go for my first piece, Death to Smoochie. A uh, very pitch black, dark take on a cheerful children's classic story. Uh, you know, n- not to offend anybody and call uh, Santa Claus a just nothing more than a children's story, but uh, <laughs> you know, just taking that Barney character and going for this like very dark version of that character and all of the the shitty adult people that. Are, that inhabit the real world of a character like that. And I love that movie. I don't know how you feel about that movie, but I think it's just one of the the best, like, just pitch black dark comedies. I was really, really disappointed in that movie, and I really wanted to like it based on the premise. But maybe one day I'll rewatch it and I'll come around to your side. Nonetheless, Dave, I like the thinking behind your puzzle piece. Good job. Thank you very much, Jason. I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, and I do hope you revisit it one of these days because it is so funny. But Well, when you guys invite me over and get me a matching onesie, we'll talk about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. What do you got for your next piece? I needed to have one movie where the kid was just the bastard, you know? Mm-hmm. And I chose Problem Child. I don't think we mentioned it on the preview episode, but, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, that kid is, he's a problem, that child. So, um, (laughs) kid here, you know, he's, he's, you know, spiking grandma's drugs and, and intimidating classmates and, you know, trying to kill Santa Claus. So maybe he's a bigger problem, but I wanted at least one movie where we just saw a kid who was a real asshole. Yeah, for sure. I I don't think I even really realized from that trailer um, how much this kid was going to be a real piece of shit. I mean, obviously he hires a hitman to kill Santa, but so that's pretty bad. But I mean, he's he's really played up as quite the monster, and I I enjoyed the performance from this kid. is uh, is very fun, and just the way he treated uh, uh, the maid uh, in the house and all that stuff. I mean, he was just he is truly awful. Yeah, what a, you know what? Santa should have killed him. <laughs> well, he's on his way in the in the end, right? Or like, I mean, he's so threatening. They, they give anyway. him a threat. But... Yeah, threatening. Uh, I <laughs> I will move on to another piece here. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Logan, uh, <laughs> the Hugh Jackman as old gristled Wolverine movie. Uh, this is this older gristled version of santa claus obviously wolverine was always a badass tough guy whatever but um logan just gets more mean and more angry and more just broken and dark of a character as he gets older and i think mel gibson is pulling from that kind of a place of this guy who's kind of seen it all he's kind of fed up and he's just a uh he's just a real recluse and really mad at the world and he's our hero Logan may be my favorite superhero movie of all time. Fantastic. Yeah. Hey, Dave, we're along the same lines of thinking, because that leads me into my next puzzle piece. And I thought, when have we seen a character, an iconic character, a superhero, a mythological character, just let it all go? And Logan's a great pick. I should have thought about that. But I thought of Thor in Avengers Endgame. 
where we see okay. fat Thor, fat out of shape Thor. You know, just just you slob Thor, you disgusting pig, you <laughs> sicko. What happened to you? You were supposed to be a god among men. Anyway, he turns back into a god. But I thought Fat Thor and um, Old Santa kind of, you know, rang some bells together. So I went with Avengers Endgame. I feel like Fat Thor is still in better shape than most of us. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to say those things about myself, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's version of Santa Claus definitely a uh, a uh, da- down and out version of Santa Claus for sure. Very much like Thor in Avengers Endgame. Uh, I like it. I like it. That's an interesting piece. Um, I will go to. Uh, Okay, I'm gonna go to. I was really trying with this uh, with this episode to like go for some interesting pieces here. I'm gonna go with a history of violence, the David Cronenberg movie, uh, because in that movie, Vigo is this kind of uh, you know small town guy who people generally seem to like. He kind of keeps to himself, and you know everybody thinks he's this nice guy and whatever. But underneath the surface, he he's got this darkness to him, and of course, we find out what that that darkness is in that movie, and here. Uh, it, Santa Claus, everybody likes him. He's in this small town in the North Pole and everybody knows him and thinks of him as this jolly nice guy. But as soon as shit, you know, goes down, boom, he's got his gun out from under the, under the bed immediately. And he's just ready for action. He's ready to fuck some shit up. Yeah, and so I thought of that. I think that's good. You know, Dave, I appreciate you actually trying for once. Um, <laughs> but I, I agree with you. Um, you know, it's great when Mel Gibson yells to Walton Goggins, like, you think you're the first one to come for me? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. that's good stuff right there. So uh, that's a good piece, Dave. Good good job. Uh, it shows that when you try, Dave, you're really something. And you have no excuses not to try anymore. <laughs> if I try on the Fat Man episode, then uh, that, that shows that that's, what that's I can right. do. Um, All right, what do you got next? Dave, I was trying to think back. Was there, you know, I mean, we mentioned a, a movie with a bad kid, but was there a movie where a kid puts out a hit on someone, you know? And I believe I came up with it, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a film from Awesome Movie Years, number one director Rob Reiner, which we covered in season one on our flop episode of 1994 North where we mm. see North's best friend who runs the paper is really just a power magnate who will do anything to keep his position. And I believe at one point tries to put a hit out on North. So uh, that, that, that kid and uh, uh, the little boy who, not that little, the teenage kid who's kind of uh, the, the, the main antagonist here. Though that was my pick there, North. They reminded me of each other. I like that. Um, I, 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 first of all, I couldn't think of any either of, of a kid pulling out a hit on somebody. So I'm glad you found one. And also, you know, you just got done praising me. Um, that's a movie I still haven't seen even when we recorded that episode. And I kind of wish I had after after the recording. I remember that was a very fun one. So uh, one of these days I do need to go back and revisit that. Really, Dave, what? Um, how can you call yourself producer until you've watched North? That's right. Absolutely. I will go for my next piece uh, with a Coen Brothers movie. I'm going to go with Burn After Reading. Um, and the reason for this one is because my, my favorite thing about Burn After Reading is just how all of these adults 
are just so inept and just so dumb and so just kind of caught up and lost in their situation. And I kind of got that from any of the adults in this movie, except for uh, Ruth Kringle. I, I, I felt like Santa, you know, even though he's ready to fuck shit up, he's just kind of, he's kind of an old goof, you know? And of course the Walton Goggins character is just really bad kind of at being a hitman, And I just thought that was funny. You know, I think that's always like a great comic thing when these adult characters are just so bad at what they do. And so uh, just kind of, uh, lost in their own world. And I think I that's mean, funny. Dave, Walton Goggins basically takes out an entire military unit to get to Santa. <laughs> How bad of a hitman is he? Well, I, I would say that the, the people he's taking out basically couldn't fend for themselves because they're just, they're elves that live in an elf land, you know? No, no, I'm not talking about the elves. I'm talking about the military that they put in charge of Oh, that's area. true, I guess. Yeah, yeah I, I guess that's true. He gets them all as well. So, yeah, Honestly, I think if there. you were going to go with a Coen Brothers movie, you could have gone with another one we covered on Awesome Movie or No Country for Old Men, where it's, you know, hired uh, killers trying to kill hired killers and everything. Also a movie I was considering bringing up as well, because especially with, uh, you know, how Santa's kind of fed up with, with the world and how bad things have been getting. So I did think about No Country for Old Men as well. And Dave, if you wanted to do a hired killers in snow movie, you could have gone with another Coen Brothers movie, Fargo. I wasn't going to bring that one up, but I like it. <laughs> well, Dave, uh, I think we see you made the wrong choice on this. But that's okay. <laughs> I, I also I'm doing picked right. a Hitman movie for my last piece, Dave. And it is a Hitman movie where Hitman tried to kill each other. And also one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, mm -hmm. It's gross point blank, John Cusack. And um, it's funny because Dave, uh, on this season of Awesome Movie Year, we just talked about Wheels on Meals with uh, Benny the Jet Orquidez, who has an amazing fight scene with Jackie Chan. And in mm -hmm. um, and in uh, gross point blank, he has just a stunning fight scene with John Cusack. But um, I love gross point blank. I, it's pretty much a perfect movie. Uh, for me, I think the comedy's right, the romance is right, the soundtrack's incredible, the story's all there, um, and just the hitmen against each other. If you haven't seen Gross Point Blank, put that as number one on your to watch list, and uh, that's my last piece right there. Yeah, I, that was a classic back in college. That's like one of those get drunk and watch kind of movies. Uh, I haven't seen it since back then. I really should rewatch it. One of you don't movies. even have to get drunk. I'm serious. It's great film. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I love it. Great piece there. Um, all right, well, I'll go with my last piece, and that would be... I'm going to go back to one of Walt Goggins' other roles. I'm going to go to Vice Principals, his show with Danny McBride. And to me, I feel like his character here in this movie kind of is a combination of both his character and Danny McBride's character from Vice Principals. And he's just like this total asshole who's kind of like overcompensating for the fact that he just absolutely is insecure and is, uh, you know, just not okay with himself. And, and I think that that, that kind of brings in characteristics of both those characters from that show. And I just love Vice Principals, so I wanted to bring it into this. Yeah, I also love Walton Goggins as Boyd Crowder on Justified, where, you know, he's kind of like this Southern crime boss of a small town who doesn't mind killing anyone who gets in his way. So, hey, we like Walton Goggins. He absolutely does rule. 
So uh, I will go ahead and do the finished puzzle, and we'll get on to some closing thoughts. But we talked about here Arthur Christmas, Death to Smoochie, Problem Child, Logan, Avengers Endgame, A History of Violence, North, Burn After Reading, and No Country for Old Men. And Fargo. Oh, yeah, and Fargo. Uh, Gross Point Blank and Vice Principals. And, of course, I'm sure back on the trailer episode, we had mentioned Elf and Bad Santa and other things that are pretty obvious when you're first, uh, first seeing this trailer for this movie. And I think still apply uh, well, with the movie itself. Well, Dave, you and I both like these kind of, like, hardened action uh you know, movies in the snow. I think that's one thing we both seem to like. You had mentioned yeah. the gray. I don't remember if it was for this or another one. Let me throw mm-hmm. another cool movie out there, which I might have mentioned on another episode. Uh, it's called Braven. It's with Jason Momoa. And basically, like, these dudes act- put, like, drugs in his cabin. And then he goes to his cabin, and now he just has to protect his cabin. And it's, like, 80 minutes of him and his dad, like, in a shootout with drug lords. And it's like, yep, exactly what I want from it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I've never seen that movie, but I, I've heard good things. It sounds great, though. Uh, other than that, I mean, the one thing I did want to mention before we, you know, close it up is I, I do, even though I don't think it has its mind on any of this, it really just wants to set up that final confrontation. And, and that's, you know, really what the main point of the movie is. I do love, though, Santa as a government worker. I, I just love that part of the story. And just getting into, uh, you know, a, a realistic version, sort of, of what Santa could be in a real world. And I just think that that's really interesting and fun. I almost wish that they had explored some of that a little bit more, maybe. Uh, I, I think there's certainly places for a lot more comedy to come out of that. But I just also just thought it was kind of interesting, an interesting take on it. Yeah, I think that was fun. Um, I think uh, he wasn't as fat as he should be with a title called Fat Man. Um, and one other tie-in, I know we've mentioned, I've mentioned Awesome Movie or my podcast a few times. Uh, Marianne Jean-Baptiste, uh, who plays uh, Ruth Kringle, his mm-hmm. wife, if you want to see her give like uh, a tour de force performance, uh, our can winner of 1996, Secrets and Lies, like that's a very intense, very, very good movie where she... Um, you know, improvises uh, the whole thing. All the actors do. It's a Mike Lee movie, and it's uh, pretty incredible to watch. Nice. Yeah. No, I, I've never seen that, but uh, I know, I remember when you guys talked about it, it sounded uh, Another great. good producing job, Dave. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Uh, one last point. Uh, just I another thing, just kind of uh, along the same lines of what I was just talking about there, but I, I did want to mention it, though. Uh, Santa switching his, uh, his workshop from toys to uh, weapons is just literally one of the most depressing thoughts ever. And that that's what I like about the movie is that it's so accurate. Dark. Accurate. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. Accurate. It's fun. You, you know, we're always looking for Christmas movies we haven't seen or ones mm-hmm. to recommend. That's kind of why I said Arthur Christmas. You have any uh, underrated Christmas gems, Dave, that we might've uh, passed upon. You know, I don't have anything off the top of my head, but as you know, until this year and all of the weirdness of this year and having to watch all my movies at home, um, I've always been a, you know, watching new movies mostly only kind of guy, so (laughs) I don't really have a good answer for that for you. Oh, well, at least um, least the pandemic has taught you that there's more than just the present, Dave. 
That's right. That is right. Well, Jason, uh, I think that about does it for Fat Man. I, I think this movie is what it is, and I think we we got to that. Yeah, but, check out uh, Rare Imports. That was recommended to me in your Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces group. It's a really weird um, uh, Christmas movie that involves some government uh, uh, chicanery as well. Okay. All right. Well, do you want to use that as your uh, your recommendation of a movie you've watched recently? Well, I haven't watched it recently, Dave. I, I'll, I'll recommend what I've been recommending to you, which is Blow the Man Down, which is on Amazon okay. Prime, a murder mystery uh, with a um, almost all-female cast in a small coastal Maine fishing town. Very, very good film. Uh, one of my favorites of 2020. Yeah, on my watch list for the next couple of weeks, so I will definitely let you know once I've checked it out. Uh, but all right, why don't you tell people what's going on over on Awesome Movie here? Awesome movie year. Speaking of Christmas episodes, we just recorded our Christmas episode for season six, 1984. It's a film called Gremlins, and it's mm-hmm. better than Fat Man. Um, but <laughs> uh, we're about to f- kick off into the, I'd say, second half of the sixth season. And uh, we got some biggies coming up, Dave. Karate Kids on the lineup. Uh, your, your pick, Dave, you want to tell everyone what your pick is coming up? My pick is... I think if you were to ask like 10 people what their favorite movie of 1984 is, it's probably this. It's Ghostbusters. Right. And I think we're covering a lot of everyone's favorites because I said Gremlins, Karate Kid. We've already done Beverly Hills Cops and Streets of Fire. So um, I think we're really hitting uh, all the biggies of 1984, especially Streets of Fire. Oh, yeah. What a season, man. What a season. Well, awesome. As always, thank you so much, Jason, for joining me, and look forward to uh, next time. I can't wait to get my onesie from you. Merry Christmas, Jason. You've heard others, but nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Here, Imran. So if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody. Anthony. Sorry, I was texting. Say that again. And Rug Boy. Yeah, whenever there's a snowstorm, my slack hole tightens up. As they talk over one another. Just exactly uh, the same as Jay is Terminator. Terminator. We're talking over each other. It's fine. Sorry. Swear. I had boobies. And ask you for money. Just give us the money. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. It can't be silly, goofy fun. Uh, Jock and Nerd. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about Fat Man with Jason Harris. Jason, thank you so much for joining me. As always, I always love having Jason here on the show. If you're not already, you should be subscribed to Awesome Movie Year. You should be listening to that podcast as well because it is a great podcast and I produce it and I am on the show as well. And uh, it's just a great show. And I really hope you go check them out because uh, they are currently in a great, great season on the films of 1984 with a special bonus Christmas episode on Gremlins, by the way. So definitely check that out. Uh, But yes, check out Awesome Movie Year. And while you're at it, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. You could also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. You can follow us on social media at PiecingPod and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. 
And like I said at the top of the show, don't forget about our Patreon. The Produced by David Rosen Patreon with bonus content from Piecing It Together, Awesome Movie Year, My Music Career, and a whole bunch more. So check that out. Makes a great gift for yourself. Let's put it that way. Uh, I, I don't know. Can you gift a Patreon subscription to someone else? If you can, do that. Uh, spread spread that love around. We, we would appreciate it. And we'll make more content if we get some more subscribers. But, uh, you know, makes a great gift for yourself, too. So... Uh, that does it for today, and we made it through Christmas, and we're almost to the end of the year. There's still a couple episodes I'm hoping to record, uh, well, certainly at the time of this recording, because this is recorded like a week or two ago, uh, but the time you're hearing this, um, I'm still hoping to record a couple more episodes of the show before the end of the year on some of these end-of-year releases, and then, of course, we've got our, like, top 10 list episodes, stuff like that, so lots more podcasts coming your way. We will be getting to that very soon, so again, make sure you're subscribed because that is coming your way very, very, very soon. So, uh, I want to just thank you all for listening, and let's close this thing out with a piece of music like I always do. And I don't dig into my comedy rap stuff very often because I like to try to pretend that stuff doesn't exist. Uh, but I do have a long career of making silly, funny, somewhat offensive comedy rap songs. And this one is from a Jewish comedy rap group that I had called Fakakta. This group has since uh, kind of disbanded, but uh, the music is still out there and people do enjoy it. I, I always see people listening to it all the time, especially around the Jewish holidays, which uh, I think Hanukkah is over at this point. It w actually, when I'm recording this, it is Hanukkah right now, but this isn't going to go up till Christmas, so it'll already be over. But this is a song by Fakakta called Spin the Dreidel, the Hanukkah song. So this fits well with a, a movie about Santa Claus. So <laughs> this is Spin the Dreidel, the Hanukkah song by Fakakta. Enjoy it. We'll be back with more Piecing It Together coming up real soon. This is a Hanukkah song. Won't be too long. Gonna party for eight days. Eight days. Arteries so clogged because we drink eggnog with our latkes and we say It's a Hanukkah. It's a Hanukkah. It's a Hanukkah song. It's a Hanukkah. It's a Hanukkah. It's a Hanukkah song. Oh Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah, come light the menorah. Let's have a party. We'll all dance a horror. Gather around the table. We'll give you a treat. You got my balls to play with. I got you to eat. And while we are playing, the candles are burning low. It's a Hanukkah. One more each night they shed us. We'd like to remind us of days long ago. It's a Hanukkah. My little Shayna Natal Hop into my world, I'll fill the hole in your bagel Spin the dreidel, and if I get gimmel You're gonna give me a piece, a lot more than a little Fiddle with my fiddle and I'll be a fiddler After I diddle ya, I'm gonna get rid of ya I love you Jewish state, is what she'll always be saying Cause I got down low and I found an African This is a Hanukkah song, won't be too long Gonna party for eight days Arteries so clogged cause we drink eggnog with our life.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.